Thebestbookbits.com brings you the book summary of The Energy of Money, A Spiritual Guide to Financial and Personal Fulfillment by Marie Nemeth. A revolutionary program that can free your financial energy, increase your wealth, and help you achieve personal life goals. Money is congealed energy, says Joseph Campbell, and releasing it releases life possibilities. Thousands of people worldwide have learned how to build a powerful new relationship with their money and bring their dreams to fruition through Dr. Maria Numeth's dynamic workshops. Now you can too. In the Energy of Money, Dr. Numeth, who received an Audio Publishers Award for a Sounds True series on which this book is based, draws upon her more than 20 years' experience in synthesizing spiritual and practical techniques for managing yourself and your work. Combining a complete self-help and self-discovery regime with proven methods of money management, this powerhouse guide to prosperity presents 12 principles that will help you uncover the hidden landscape of beliefs, patterns, and habits that underlie and sometimes subvert your everyday use of money and personal resources. Tame the dragons of the driven behavior and busy holism. Diffuse fears of deprivation and scarcity. Embrace and work through paradox and confusion. Consciously focus your money energy. Clear yourself to receive the energy and support of others and the universe. Develop and stay on your personal path to abundance. Through easy-to-follow exercises and meditations, effective worksheets, and other interactive processes, Dr. Nemeth will guide you to financial success and help you manifest your special contribution to the world. Life is hard when you don't do what you truly value because you are putting all your energy into trying to get rid of your fears rather than into materializing your dreams. You can dream about money. You can tell the universe you want money, but if you don't take any action toward it, it will never materialize. Money is prevalent in the things it can buy, the places it can take us, the security and confidence it provides. When we think about money, we have to start from the beginning. When did you realize money was such a powerful source? Was it from our parents? Was it from a friend? All the people in our lives have instilled upon us their beliefs about money. As children, we had no choice but to listen to what the adults around us were saying. We had no concept of an alternative opinion. Our past circumstances may have directed where we are now in life, but at this moment in time, we have the power to change that. All it takes is purposeful action. All the people in our lives have instilled upon us their beliefs about money. Our past circumstances may have dictated where we are now in life, but at this moment in time, we have the power to change that. The discomfort associated with your fears are the result of the actions that do not reflect your own self and being. This book talks about harnessing the energy of money to fuel our dreams. If we've been doing some introspection about our relationship with money, we probably have learned a little bit about how our past has formed our relationship with money. Because of this influence, we may at this time be living a life that is less than ideal. Many of us are pretending to be someone, many of us fearing who are, and few of us not knowing who we really are. Why is this important? This is important because when it comes to money, we may be living off someone's idea of it, not our true acceptance of what money can do for us and how it can shine a light on our true desires. I completely recommend picking up the book because it had a lot of insight and lots of exercises to help you understand your money energy and how to align your personal goals with that of your money. Questions for our inner selves. The book discusses in great deal 
a misalignment in the way we think about money. It's worth noting that money can fuel and foster who you were meant to be, but it has to start with understanding who you are. This here is a quick exercise of understanding who you are. Here are some questions to ask yourself. Who we pretend we are. What are you pretending when it comes to money? Are you hiding how successful you are so that others aren't envious of you so that you don't treat yourself differently? Are you saying you are successful even though you are in debt? Who we fear we are. What have you done that you have not faced regarding money? What money-related incidents would you want to forget? What money-related incidents don't make you proud of yourself? Why do you believe you deserve what you have now? Who we really are. What do you value? What gives you joy? Standards of integrity. In the energy of money, the standards of integrity is the basis of understanding the quality or a trait that we value in ourselves and that we want to cultivate and share with the world. This can be loyalty, strength, honesty, intelligence, goodness, etc. Sometimes we are so quick to see this in other people, but not in ourselves. We admire these traits in others because inside ourselves is the possibility that it also exists and we have a connection to it. Integrity is what makes you whole and complete. Don't fear it. It is your original condition before the influence of the world got to you. There is a book by Don Miguel Roos called The Four Agreements that also discusses this. Thousands of agreements you have made with yourself, with other people, with your dream life, with God, with society, with your parents, spouse, etc. The most important agreement is the one you make with yourself. Frustration, anxiety, discomfort can be signals that we are not living according to our standards of integrity. Stop pretending. Life's Intentions The standards of integrity are there to help you power your life's intentions. Life's intentions are your purpose. They take the form of I am. Life's intentions should bring you joy and meaning. What are your life's intentions? To be a successful entrepreneur? To be financially free? To be creative? To be well-educated? To be physically fit and healthy? To be an adventurer? To be a great mother, father, brother, sister, etc.? To be a good friend? To be surrounded by love and beauty? The list is endless, which means the possibilities are endless. Remember again that money is not only about acquiring stuff. It's about using its energy to power your life's intentions. To buy you a plane ticket so you can be an adventurer. To buy you an education so you yourself can be an educator. To fund a business so you can be an entrepreneur. To allow you to buy good food so you can be healthy. To buy you time so you can be good and present parent. Goals focus you and your money. The point of goals is to allow you to focus your money energy into something that makes you feel fulfilled. If the goal does not do that, then you are not adhering to your standards of integrity or your life's intentions. If you are spending money on items and things that do not bring you closer to your goal, then you need to change direction. Busy is a choice. The busyness of our lives isn't necessarily the result of us being positively goal-orientated, but instead it's an attempt to move away from fear or doubt. Dr. Numeth posits that many of us are caught up in a driven behavior that are not anchored to our life's intentions. The rat race is a symbol of driven behavior. Sometimes we do get caught up in being busy, in saying yes, in being involved with people that we may not necessarily even like. 
Being busy can sometimes be used as a sign of success, but is it really? Is endless activity without true purpose being successful? Consist of cramming our lives with compulsive activities so there is no time at all to confront the real issues our lives seem to live us. In the end, we feel we have no control or choice over them. The question is not that we're driven, but in what ways are we driven? If you are driven by worries, doubts, and fears, then the result will not be what you want. Driven behavior feels extremely urgent because we think it's important. These are three characteristics to driven behavior. Repetition. You do something over and over and again, even if it causes you trouble. Take a look at your relationship with money now. Are you constantly overspending, paying your credit card late, or often making promises to other people and not keeping them? What is it that you promise yourself not to do, only to do it again? Limited satisfaction. Are you too tired, worried, distracted to enjoy it? Do you just want to get through your weeks? Are you paying for cable but don't have enough time to watch it? Are you paying a monthly car lease for a car that you don't even have time to drive? Are you mortgaging a lovely home that you don't even spend time in? Perfectionism. You don't complete projects because you're worried you won't measure up. Are you afraid of trying? Are you afraid of finishing something because you don't want to be judged? Perfectionism is just the inability to arrive at closure. Perfectionism is an excuse for not producing a result. Below are Dr. Nemus areas of driven behavior. By sorting through your must-haves, just in case, I deserves, I always do this, conversations you can begin to figure out what driven behavior is wasting your energy. Addictions. Driven behavior exhausts your mind and you may turn to other areas to help you feel free from anxiety. This could be eating, sleeping, alcohol, shopping, work, sex, drugs, etc. It's a way to calm your mind, but it becomes a cycle and something that you must constantly do to feel better. Spendaholism. Driven behavior may prompt us to must-have items in order to feel satisfied. The instant gratification of purchasing a new purse, a new dress, helps ease the mind, but only for that brief instance, as again, it creates a cycle. Do you ever get home and feel that what you just purchased isn't really what you wanted? Do you feel a sense of guilt after shopping? Do you hide purchases from your partner? Binging and purging with money. Driven behavior may also be an emotional rush to go in absent of money for a while, then getting it all back and spending it all at once. Do you count your money before ever receiving it? This is akin to having $5 on Thursday, getting paid on Friday, and then being back to having $5 on Monday. Gambling and getting high on risk. Driven behavior can also be feeling like you can beat the odds. The inherent thrill of possibility getting something big on a small investment. If you were to add up all the money lost to the lottery, gambling, etc. in the past five years, how much would that be? Information addiction. Driven behavior can also be the need to consume information without any action. It's been constantly on social media without a positive return. You become too busy watching other people live their lives that you no longer focus on yours. Workaholism. Driven behavior is also feeling like we have to work all the time to make more money. Studies show, however, that peak performers actually are better because they take the time to rest. Working nonstop is actually bad for you as it creates a bad cycle of habits that lead you to more drained existence. It also takes you away from the things that may bring you joy. 
Who are you if you are not working? What would you find if you slowed down? If you had free time, what would you do with it? JD Stein at Money for the Rest of Us had this great podcast about living like you're retired. Live like you are retired. In it, he talks about retirement as the time to do what you've always wanted to do. But why wait 30 years from now to do what makes you happy? Living like you've retired is living the good life. A life filled with activities that are inherently good for their own sake. The right amount, at the right time, in the right manner, for the right reason. And activities that maximize well-being while minimizing consumption. The less we consume, the less income we need, and the easier it is to live like we are retired today. And that's a wrap on the book summary of The Energy of Money. If you like this summary and want to listen to over 600 more audio podcast book summaries, you can find us on Spotify by searching Best Book Bits. Also, check us out on Google Podcast and Apple Podcast. If you're into the video book summary and want to watch over 600 book summaries we've previously uploaded, check us out on YouTube at Best Book Bits. Subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell to be updated with the latest book summaries. And you can also browse bestbookbits.com, the world's largest free book summary website in video, written, and audio podcast format, where you can browse over 600 books to read at your leisure and download them in the PDF. Also, follow us on Instagram for daily motivational quotes and book summaries. Follow us on our free book club at Facebook at Best Book Bits Book Club. And if you want to be updated with the latest book summaries via email, pop your link in the email below. Thanks for watching and listening. Hope you got something from this. Go out there and get in tune with your energy of money. Take care. Bye-bye now.